0: The fuck was that? Welcome to What the Fuck Did I Dream Last Night. I am your host, Janie. So, this week I wanted to talk about night terrors. Um, For a long time, I used to think that nightmares and night terrors were the same exact thing, but they are not. And I do not believe that I'm alone in thinking this. So, I want to do an episode covering what exactly a night terror is. I personally have never experienced night terrors or have been like around anybody that has experienced them. So that's why I believe that I always thought they were nightmares. Um, So let's start off by defining what a nightmare is and what a night terror is. So a nightmare is just a frightening or unpleasant dream that you would have. A night terror is the feelings of great fear experienced when you suddenly like wake up in the night. So night terrors are more common in children. As you grow older, you typically will grow out of them. Though they are more common in children, it does not mean that adults do not suffer from them as well because there are adults that do. Night terrors, which are also referred to as sleep terrors, they are a sleep disorder that occurs during the non-REM sleep. They will last anywhere from about a minute to 10 minutes, somewhere around there. They normally occur in the first, like, three to four hours of sleep. Uh, They are categorized in the non-REM parasomnias in the International Classifications of Sleep Disorder, which there are two categories of them, being the parasomnias that happen in the non-REM and then the parasomnias that happen in the REM. Um, parasomnias are qualified as undesirable physical events or experience that happen to one during sleep. Uh, some things that could trigger night terrors in children are sleep deprivation, certain medicines, or stress. So the length that a night terror lasts and the frequency that they occur are different from person to person. So you could have one, like one a night for weeks. You could have multiple a night or you can have it once a month, once a year and so on. It just, there is no pattern to them. It just, it all varies from person to person or child to child. Uh, Night terrors have been around since ancient times, but it wasn't until the study of rapid eye movement that we could tell the difference between a nightmare versus a night terror. So when someone is having a night terror, they're inconsolable. Like, think about when you are suffering from a panic attack. It's that kind of feeling that you can't be shaken free of. Like, there's not much that can get you out of it. Like, you just kind of have to go through it yourself. So during these, people have described waking up, wide-eyed, and fear-strucken in their face. Uh, sometimes they are screaming or yelling. They might try to talk to you, but normally you cannot understand what exactly they are trying to say. I uh, like they're just like mumbling, like it just, it's not coherent what they're saying. Also, they could be sweating, breathing heavily, and their heart rate is going to be raised as well. In some cases, people have been, like, throwing their arms and, like, swinging, like, their legs or, like, any of their limbs around. It's kind of like they're trying to protect themselves um, from the threat or escape the threat that they are currently experiencing. If you see someone experiencing this, you might think they are awake, but that's not necessarily the case. The person going through this tend to be confused and a lot of times they are not going to remember this even happening the next morning. There have been times that the person who is trying to wake up, the person that is having the night terror, um, they, like the person that's having the night terror can lash out on them, um, like physically. And it's just because of this state of confusion that they're in. And I mean, like when I get woken up from a deep sleep or I'm not like prepared to be woken up or anything. I totally, like, can be startled and jump, so I could easily see that they could be, like, become physical with somebody that's trying to wake it up. Mm -hmm. Because they don't really know what's happening, and they're not conscious, actually. So, even though that they do not recall the night terror events, they may recall some hallucinations, and that's more in the adults than children. So sleepwalking can happen during night terrors. They are in the same parasomnia grouping as, uh, like, as each other. So they're in the same one. So if you have a parent or sibling that suffer from night terrors, it is more likely that you could as well. In children up to the age of 12 or when these night terrors would most likely occur. According to the Sleep Foundation, one and a half year olds is the most common age that they will happen, with 35% of children having them. Both genders and all ethnic backgrounds are affected equally. Children that have these night terrors have no more of an increased occurrence of other psychiatrist diagnosis. Um, When your child is having a night terror, it is best not to wake them. Waking them could make the night terror last longer or become more physical. It's best to just let it play out. Um, And typically, the child will fall asleep back, like, right after the um, night terror. So, for adults, there's no specific age range for those who suffer. It's estimated around, like, 2% of adults have night terrors. So the sleepwalking link is more common in adults than it is with children. Some triggers for the adult night terrors could be poor diet, poor sleep quality, not getting enough sleep, um, alcohol use can trigger them, it can also be linked to PTSD, anxiety disorder. Um, also adults who suffer from these may have personality disorders such as schizoid-dependent and borderline personality disorder. Most adults respond to treatments to improve their sleep quality, um, and then their night terrors seem to end. So if they just work on ways to improve their sleep and their sleep habits, it seems to put an end to them for them. There are some links that night terrors and low blood sugar In a few neurological diseases that would need, like, an MRI to farther um, determine, those are just far in between, far and few in between. When it comes to men versus women, it affects them both equally, though adults that have suffered sexual abuse also have a more chance of suffering from night terrors and other sleep disorders. In twins, identical twins seem to have them more than fraternal twins do. When it comes to older children and adults, they may remember very detailed images, um, like those hallucinations versus children, who children normally don't remember anything from their night terrors. So when it comes to treatment for these, Children will grow out of them most likely, so letting them run their course almost, which I know has to be so hard for the parent, like, watching their kid go through this and, like, not being able to console him, not being able to fix it, Uh, but the one thing that he did to remember is that, like, the kids aren't going to remember it, so, which is a good thing. Um, Since there's a chance that these events can be violent, you want to make sure that your kid's sleeping environment is safe, like, closed windows, um, maybe move their bedroom downstairs versus upstairs in case of any steps, put alarms on doors so that your child doesn't try to leave the house, like, trying to escape that their fear that they're having, um, just make sure there's nothing around them that they could grab to injure themselves. All right, so, like, if you're an adult and you're still experiencing these, some say you could try Hypnosis, which is a way to become less sensitive to your night terrors. Therapy or counseling can also be helpful. Um, you should see your doctor if that they're becoming more frequent or disrupting the sleep of the person um, or the other family members or you have some safety concerns. Um, or if they like start up, like you just start getting them into teenage years or in adult years. That's another reason that you definitely want to go to your doctor. Bring them up to them. Um, If they continue past your teenage years as well. But overall, it seems that night terrors do affect um, like a smaller group of children and a smaller group of adults. So if you're around somebody that has a night terror, just try to remain calm and close to them while they're doing it. Don't um, try to wake them up or make it worse or anything. Just kind of be there while they go through it, essentially. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this more informative little episode about night terrors. I know it's a short one, but I just wanted to cover it in case anybody had the questions like I did about it. So if you have any topics like this that you would like us to cover, go ahead and send your ideas over to us at WTFDidIDreamLastNight at gmail.com. Feel free to send us your dreams there too, any night terror stories or anything sleep related. We'd love to read about them and we could use them on a future episode possibly you can keep up to date with us over on instagram twitter and tiktok if you enjoy the shows leaving us a review on apple Podcasts greatly helps us out a lot and if you want to support us follow us over on patreon for some bonus content thank you guys so much for listening and until next time happy dreaming